Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Rant Raven Read with me. My name is Tess, and I'll be your host. And this week's book is Heartland by Serena Bowen. Okay, so this is a friends to lovers, unrequited love book, if I was going to put it into some type of trope. Anyways, um, our heroine's name is Chastity, and our hero's name is Dylan, and they are really good friends. Chastity has a pretty horrific backstory. She escaped from a cult and ran... And lives with her cousin, Leah. Okay. And she's only been out of, like, she ran away, like, two years ago. So she's in college with Dylan. And they're, like, really, really good friends. And she's always had a thing for him. And he is just a man whore. And I'm just going to give you a trigger warning for swearing right now. Because Dylan is a dumbass. Like, just, just, he. (laughs) I remembered that he was, like. And I think I even warned you guys on, like, my Facebook page that he is a moron. But reading, like, my during my reread, I was just like, okay, yeah, I kind of forgot how big of an idiot this dude was. <laughs> Anywho, so it starts off a little bit, of, you know, you learn about her past a little bit and, like, um, going with Dylan helping her move into her dorm room at college, okay? And then right off the bat, I just think to myself, Dylan, you are not a very good best friend because, um... He starts hitting on her new roommate, Caitlin. And Caitlin is just a bitch with a capital B. Like, she's an awful person. And she just is. And so, he starts hitting on her. And they hit it off. And then they start dating. Well, Dylan doesn't do exclusive. He just is a part. Like I said, he's a man whore. He just sleeps around. He doesn't think. Well, Caitlin pretty much told him that they need to be exclusive. So, they're dating. Okay. One, if your best friend is a girl. And you're helping her move into a dorm room. Want to know what you don't do? You don't hit on her her roommate. Because you're already sitting there telling me. Like you already have this reputation. That you like to have a good time. And then leave them. And then the people you end up sleeping with. End up hating you. Because you hurt their feelings. Right? So why would you put your best friend in that situation. To have a roommate that ends up hating her. Well lo and behold. Then Dylan didn't make like. It wasn't even Dylan's fault. Like, Caitlin already hates Chastity because she knows that Chastity likes, like, is in love with Dylan and they have a good friendship and she's jealous that they hang out all the time, right? Okay, so Dylan uh, tutors Chastity in algebra because she's really, really bad at math and he's good, okay? Well, so it starts off with, she shows up at a party not knowing there's a party and apparently Dylan left a message for her through Caitlin and saying, like, she wasn't going to make it to the library to tutor today because... He's having a party and to show up. Well, she went to the library and just sat there for a couple hours and realized that he, like, ditched her. And then she went home. And then she ran into his roommate's room and said they're having a party. So they show up at the party. And she is wearing... She's not even wearing a slutty outfit. She's just wearing what any normal young woman would wear going to a fraternity party, right? Well, because of her background and the cult and you find out that, like, uh, when she was 16, she got caught in a car with a boy and they whipped her they whipped them both and kicked the uh man the boy out of the cult grounds and like so she has scars so she's really um shy and what's the word i'm looking for and modest so she never wears anything outside of her comfort zone and today this was the first time she tried to kind of dress like i guess a little more sexy and so she ends up hanging out with his roommate and they're talking and they're talking about the cult and he's talking about his 
like backstory and his experience and this is um dylan's roommate and they're just having a good time and then cassie ends up getting to uh chastity ends up getting like tipsy and dylan says they have to take her home and caitlin's all pissed off about that so they get him home and then caitlin purposely leaves her window open so that chastity gets a full night marathon of listening to her have sex with dylan but it gets even better because this is her best friend you know she's in love so you know that's like already hard for her to handle but she's over there talking about how chastity was slutty and that she can't believe she wore that shirt and how slutty she works and dylan doesn't defend her she he doesn't say anything he just lets her talk smack because you know that's what that's what best friends do right right so she feels a little bit awkward but then she decides like she's got to kind of be a little petty and get a little bit of revenge against caitlin so dylan has to go home every weekend to help out on the farm because his brother needs his help that makes caitlin mad well, they have a date night, which is Friday, since he has to go home. And uh, uh, Chastity comes up with this idea to make caramels out of goat's milk because Dylan has these goats that his brother is pissed off that he has and they're not making money. Like, And Chastity's cousin Leah was supposed to make cheese out of it, but it didn't work out the way she wanted to, right? So anyway, so he has all this goat's milk, all these goats, and his brother's mad about it. So Chastity comes up with this this idea to make money for both of them and to use the product that, that he already has to just go into waste. So, but she lies and says she can only use her cousin's kitchen on Fridays to get back at Caitlin for being a bitch to her. Which, I mean, like, go, go, go Chastity, right? So, Dylan says, yeah, we can do that, you know, like, I'm down. And... During that weekend when they start doing, like, the caramels and stuff, uh, his roommate calls him and says that he saw Caitlyn with another dude and that she cheated on him. She, he confronts Caitlyn. They break up. Whatever. Okay. So then Chastity feels a little bit, like, guilty about that, thinking that, you know, she caused them to break up and stuff. But it was really just, like, Dylan is like a pig when you get his point of view because it's still a point of view. And he's really just with Caitlyn because he liked having sex with her. <laughs> like, he let her treat his friends like crap he she actually kind of treated him like crap and he didn't do anything because he just like having sex with her so i mean like there you go so that happens and then um the anniversary of dylan's dad's death is coming up and he gets wasted Jesse goes and gets him and she finds him in bed with another woman or this other college chick and there which apparently he didn't have sex with because he couldn't get it up and he was all embarrassed and stuff and so he gets, she gets him home in time, and then she overhears his ex, like, his ex, like, talking about how she's gonna get him back for hurting her, and that he, she's gonna pretend that she wants to meet him behind the barn to give him a blowjob, but she's really not gonna, she's gonna stand him up, make him look like a fool. So, Chastity overhears this and decides that she's gonna go and tell Dylan, and Dylan mistakes her for his ex, and they make out, and then he's all like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and then, like, so then Chastity feels really embarrassed and ashamed and everything, so she's kind of avoiding by the time they get back to college, she's kind of avoiding Dylan, and then they end up talking, and then, uh, they get into a semi-argument where it's, like, Chastity pretty much tells him, like, he's sitting there saying, like, sex ruins friendships and all this kind of stuff, and he's, like, has her in this box of she's innocent and naive and she needs to be protective and she says she's so sick and tired of people always telling her what's she should and shouldn't do and what's best for her and it makes her really really mad so um he's and then he has like you know like you know sex ruins relationships you don't want to just have casual sex and all this kind of stuff so then she like tears them apart and she's just like don't sit there and tell me that sex ruins relationships because you know i listen to you 
I listened to Caitlin say all this crap about me and you didn't say one word. You want to know what you said to her? You said, grab the railings. And so you could tell at that moment he felt really ashamed of himself and that he was like, you know, that she was right. So they end up having sex that night and that is Chastity's first time. And it went like, like, I guess it went really well. They both enjoyed themselves. <laughs> but then, but then Caitlin comes home. And she, like, oh my god, she's such a bitch. She just starts in on Chastity saying that, oh, looks like you finally got your turn. Like, he must have had his beer goggles on because she told me he didn't find you attractive. And, like, she just, like, tears her apart. And it's just going on and on and on. And it was, like, it was really heartbreaking. And, like, Dylan's sitting there and he's, like, he tries to interrupt her a couple times but he doesn't say anything. And it made me really mad because I'm just sitting there thinking, okay, if you, like, take the sex aside, that's your best friend. And you're just going to sit there and let her talk all this mad shit. Like, come on. So, after that, Chastity's been avoiding Dylan because she's ashamed of herself. She feels like she manipulated him into having sex with her. That, and, like, you know, you, you have to think about her background and, like, the fact that she made it seem like, um, Kayla made it seem like she was a slut and that she, you know, like I said, manipulated him and stuff. So then she's having all these weird guilt, like, all these guilty feelings and then she's feeling like, Dylan really probably regrets it and you know so she's just avoiding him and she finds this new friends in this new girl named Ellie and that becomes one of her good friends and she helps her tutor and her in algebra so she doesn't have to ask Dylan. Ellie is younger than her like way younger she's super smart she got sent to college before she's even 18 right okay so Dylan is like really upset because he enjoyed having sex with Chastity, but, like, that's his really good, like, his best friend, and he just misses her, and she's not returning his phone calls, she's not returning his emails, and he writes her some pretty nice emails and stuff, and, um, things finally come to a head, and I'm like, oh my god, like, this idiot, so he thinks to himself, I'm gonna make this up to her, because we're starting this caramel business, and I'm gonna go make all these caramels, and get us ahead, and, like, give samples, and take the initiative, right, so, at this night, like, he was playing for, he's part of, like, a twosome band type thing. He plays the fiddle in, like, Chastity and Elle. Um, Ellie see him playing, and then they see Caitlin there, and so they're really upset, and they see his, his twin sister, Daphne, right? So, they end up, so, like, Chastity's upset thinking that he's hanging out with Caitlin, right? Okay, so he, so that happens, and he decides he's gonna go make caramels. So, they make caramels in Leah's kitchen. Leah is Chastity's cousin. You want to know who tags along to Leah's kitchen, which is Chastity's home, to make caramels, which is her business, her business idea? That's right, Caitlin. Because, I mean, what says I'm sorry more than bringing along the bitch that said the horrible shit to start with? Because, I mean, that, I, what a, what, what an apology. Like, I mean, oh my god, like, I almost cried. It's just so, so heartwarming, right? And he's trying to say that he tried to ditch her, but she tagged along with Daphne. And Daphne didn't know what happened or she probably wouldn't have brought her along. So he has his other friends and Caitlin keeps on asking, well, what can I do to help? And he doesn't really want her there. But I mean, if he didn't want her there, he should have just been like, I don't want you here. Like, leave. I didn't, I didn't want you to come to start with. But she, he said, you're, you know, thanks for the coffee. You don't need to do anything else. And then she's like, I'm trying to apologize. And he said, you're apologizing to the wrong person. Like, you need to apologize to Chastity. If you have problems with me, you could have reached me came up to me and tore me apart, but she didn't deserve any of that shit you threw at her, right? Whatever. So, anyways, Elle and Chastity decide they're going to get drunk, 
and then they get called, they get arrested or picked up by campus police. They have to call Dylan. Dylan comes and gets them. And he lets it slip that Caitlin's there, but that he would make her leave if Chastity wanted to come. Because he's been looking for a reason to let, make her leave. It's like, she don't need a reason. Her being that big of a bitch to her, to Chastity, your best friend, slash whatever she is right now, is enough reason to be like, don't ever talk to me again. Right? Right. Okay. Moving on. So... They have a couple more run-ins and then they finally, like, he bought her a cell phone because he wanted to be able to communicate with her. And then they start talking and somehow touring math ends up talking about sex and they kind of become friends with benefits, right? And so they're friends with benefits, but they're almost like dating, but they're not going to put a name on it. And, uh... Caitlin still hasn't apologized to Chastity. If you're waiting for her to apologize to Chastity, you will be waiting forever because she she never does. She does have a run-in with her and uh, when she was sneaking Ellen to a bar one time and she also had another run-in with her and she started dating a hockey player so she was being nicer to her, I guess. I don't know, whatever. It was like, yeah. And so anyways, they're kind of doing their thing. They go home for Christmas where her cousin Leah springs on her that they're going to sell the farm they're staying at because they're in Vermont and she ran away from her cult in Wyoming. Okay. So she springs, they're going to sell the farm in Vermont, go back to Wyoming to open a foundation slash like shelter for cult survivors. Okay. Chastity is not okay with this. Like, she just, she's only been out of that cult for two years. Like, she was whipped. She has scars on her. She, her mother, when she told her mother that she was running away, that she wasn't going to be a wife, like, her mother hit her and told her she was an ungrateful bitch. So, at this point, I'm, like, getting really annoyed with her cousin because I'm thinking, what the hell is wrong with you? Right? So, she gets upset and then Leah makes this big announcement that they're selling and they're moving to Wyoming and back to Wyoming, and, uh, Dylan's thinking that this is crazy, that, uh, Chastity hates Wyoming, right? So, Chastity gets really upset, and she, like, you know, runs away. He gets into a fight with his brother, because him and his brother have always fighting, because his brother's kind of a dick, to be honest. And then, um, they make up, and Leah comes home and talks to Chastity, and said, well, how would you feel if you weren't dating Dylan? And she said, I would still hate the idea, you know? I don't... And then she goes out and she says that she, well, she's not sure, but she, she doesn't want to go back. And Leah says, I can sometimes I forget that it's only, you've only been away from her for two years, which is not as long as me. And I think like what she, like what her cousin's trying to do, what Leah is trying to do is a very honorable thing. But I think the way she goes about it with chastity, just saying like acting like chastity should do it and do this great thing and the selfless thing that's a good thing and just you know be the selfless person I feel like is very selfish on her part <laughs> which is kind of a weird sentence but it is like she experiences abuse too but she hasn't been out of the cult as long as Leah and Leah didn't get I guess I shouldn't say that because I don't know if Leah and Isaac even have a book which is her husband but I'm pretty sure like I mean chastity like she has like scars from being whipped with a horse whip by multiple men while naked because she was caught with a man like why would why would she want to go back to that state anyway so she tells her like you know i can't make you go with me you're you are an adult and you know chastity's annoyed because she's thinking yeah but i don't have anywhere to stay because you'll sell like where i'm staying so it's not like i can stay here without you and it's like leah knows that too but she started thinking that she's gonna find a way to stay because she doesn't want to go back to wyoming and she loves it in vermont 
And even if her and Dylan don't stay together, that he's her friend and he would help her. So Dylan wants to meet up and so she meets up with Dylan and they were talking and he tells her that he loves her and he doesn't want her to go and that they'll figure it out. And so she says, you know, okay, so they love each other. They figure it out. She says she's not moving to Wyoming. Um, she's staying with him in the at his family's house. And then next year on campus, they are getting housing together because his roommate owns the house. So they don't have to pay very much. And they're just going to live together. And that's how Heartland ends is that Chastity's family moves to Wyoming. His brother buys her her. Dylan's brother buys their ranch and they're together and they're gonna they move in together happily ever after yay so I do like this book like I gave it four stars I waffle between three and a half and four but then I think I'm gonna give it four because I'll probably read it again even though Dylan annoys me um things I didn't like Caitlin should have been at least like throat punched at least once like come on that girl had something coming her way like Mm, she was awful she's awful 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 and then Dylan to sit there and just like let her talk that smack and not say anything was just even like made me really mad at him and then like I said I already told you like Leah her cousin like annoyed me because I'm sitting there just thinking that she's being really selfish she's thinking about what she wants because she's not saying oh what do you think about moving to Wyoming to do the foundation she's saying we're moving like get with it you know and so I didn't really like that. I thought that was kind of selfish and hurtful, really, because she's still dealing, like, you know, Chastity's still dealing with the trauma that she went through. But all in all, it's a solid read. I mean, I'm curious what you guys thought, because I know a lot of you haven't, hadn't read it when I had said I was going to recommend it, or I was going to do an episode on it. Anyways, I did notice when we were voting that a few of you wanted to do, me to do a shifter paranormal episode. So... Next week's book is going to be Untamed by E.M. Moore. Um, it's a pretty good book. It's a, reje it's a rejected mate's book, and but they end up getting back together. So it's pretty good. You know, check it out. Let me know what you guys think of it. Well, um, as always, you know, reach out with any thoughts, opinions, or recommendations uh, via email listed in the episode description or on my Facebook page. And until next time, I will see you later.